Hello and thank you so much for joining us here at Quarto Kids Cast. I'm your host Mel Shewitt and today I'm joined by guest Claire Alexander. I hope um, children will identify with the main character and the books will show them it's normal to experience emotions like fear or sadness or you know feeling different. Claire Alexander has illustrated many books for us here at Quarto, but last year she released her author debut with us, A Little Bit Different. Claire is continuing the series this summer with A Little Bit of Courage and this fall with another book, but I'll let her reveal the title and a little bit more about that during our conversation. So without further ado, here is my chat with Claire Alexander, author of the Plufer series, A Little Bit Different and A Little Bit of Courage. Hello, I'm Claire Alexander, and I'm the author of the Plooper books. Claire, I am so excited to talk to you about this series because we have a couple out now. We've got a couple more coming. So I would love for you to share with us the origins of the Plooper books, what inspired the first book, and if you always envisioned it as a series. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I didn't actually envisage it uh, being made into a book at all, let alone a series, funnily enough. Um, I teach how to write and illustrate picture books and I knew that most picture books that get published are actually centred around an animal or human character, uh, rarely a character that's, you know, a, a round blob. <laughs> so, um, so for me, you know, um, it, I was very, very surprised when it even got commissioned, let alone it becoming a series. Um, so what inspired me to write the book? I think my ideas come mainly from feelings and experiences I've had in my childhood. Um, and I was an undiagnosed dyslexic at school and I felt very different to everybody else. Um, I couldn't work out why everybody could do everything so quickly, you know, read and write so well. Um, and I felt really stupid. And I, I think my saving grace was that I could draw. So I gained um, a little bit of respect back that way. <laughs> but, um, but you can kind of see the school group versus the me dynamic sort of plays out in the series. Um, I think the book idea also surfaced because uh, something else was happening in my life in, you know, around three years ago when I had the idea. Um, I hadn't actually had a book of my own commission for a few years and I usually produce about three books a year and present them to publishers and I'd had interest in a few, but they hadn't turned into commissions. So I felt a little bit deflated at the time and I, um, I, I you know, I'd always had one book year, a year published um, since I started doing picture books in about 2005. So. Anyway, one night I woke up um, with a sort of half formed idea in my head and I had a pad and a pen luckily next to me. So I just drew a character and very, very quickly. So it's like a round character, a little bit like Mr. Happy. And the character was saying, uh, uh, they don't like it. Why don't they like it? And then over the page, I had another character saying, um, but I love it. And so I sort of, you know, I kind of had this idea and I, in the morning, I kind of got up and I just liked that idea. And I, I thought this is never gonna get published, but I just felt compelled over the next three days to um, explore the idea. And I made a little tiny dummy of it, um, you know, and I got it down. And when the book got commissioned by Quarto um, and they expressed an interest in, in seeing more ploofers and it being a, a series of stories, I was so delighted. Um, Cause I felt finally, you know, kind of <laughs> got something that it was a bit different for me. It wasn't, you know, I'd always done animals and people. so. So this was a real kind of change for me. And I, I actually absolutely love the way that it's been designed, you know, the white covers um, with the cutout. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really pleased with them. I love that, that you came up with the, 
sort of the relationship between those two characters. Like, why doesn't anybody like it? And then there's the other character saying, but I do like it. And I love that that's sort of the inception of the series. I think that's fantastic because the title is a little bit different, but you can see, I mean, even from the inception of the book that being different is okay. And it appeals to yeah. other bloofers. Yes, yes, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm very glad that, you know, when you have an idea as, a, as an author, um, it often comes from a place, you know, deep inside, and it's it's often a compulsion to to sort of get the idea out and explore it. And it's it's um, you know, I'm I'm really glad that the book can go into the world and be a source of inspiration for for anybody that's feeling that they're different to other people um, in any situation. So I think you know that's that's the lovely thing about this is you can communicate something um, that really is a sort of quite a cathartic thing for you for the author to be doing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like dying to see that first illustration. He probably looks just like a little beanbag chair, super cute little <laughs> shapeless blob. <laughs> Can we talk a little more specifically about the newest book that's coming out? It's called A Little Bit of Courage. Can you tell us in your own words what that book is about? Sure. So the book is about our little main character, the same, the same one, um, he's too afraid to fly on a cloud. All his friends are making this big cloud together. Um, but with a little help from um, what we call Mr. Toasty, the kind of toasty shaped guy, um, he practices, he helps in practice and he builds his courage and he overcomes his fear of, of flying up. So um, I don't know, maybe, maybe this came from me kind of learning how to ride my bike. I remember my dad was very calm and just kept saying, you'll do it, just keep trying. And it feels at the time that you never will and you're scared and, you know, so, you know, it doesn't change as you're an adult too, does it? You know, you still have, um, you know, I still have that voice in my head saying, it's okay, Claire, you can do it. So that's kind of where that came from. Um, it's kind of a different place to, to the first book. You explored a little bit different and then a little bit of courage. So how do you choose what emotion or what feeling to um, to look well, into. I mean, the first one came to you in a dream. So I guess the, the better question is how did you land on courage as being the next thing to explore? Yeah. Well, actually, funny enough, it was, it was about, um, first of all, I thought a little bit brave. Um, but unfortunately there was already a book in the UK that had come out with that title. So, um, that's what it was going to be at first. Um, but the way I explored it, I mean, when Quarto said that they wanted to do a series of these, um, I, I instantly started thinking of other ideas. I got really excited and started brainstorming so I wrote this massive list of of other possibilities for the character um and a, a little bit brave was one of them um so yeah they, that's that's kind of how I did it and actually my daughters even got involved as well they were kind of writing ideas too <laughs> so that that came more out of brainstorming I think rather than yeah anything else but I do find with my books that it's all it's all your own experiences and I think you know I, I teach um how to write you know with, with um other people how, how to write um, picture books. So I always say, if, if, if you can draw on feelings that you had as a child, you, you can relate much better in a book to children, you know? That completely makes sense. And I love that you've got, you know, a whole team behind you of kids who have emotions <laughs> to help you out. <laughs> really, um, yeah, they, they have inspired me in the past, actually. I mean, one of my books um, was, was really based around watching them not being able to share, you know, as youngsters. So. <laughs> Have you attended Quarto Classroom yet? 
Quarto Classroom is a free video library on YouTube of Quarto's creators using their books as teaching tools in educational spaces. With classes aimed at all ages, Quarto Classroom videos are the perfect way to ensure children are learning no matter the subject or setting. Search for Quarto Classroom on YouTube or visit QuartoKnows.com forward slash R forward slash Quarto Classroom to start learning. That's Q-U-A-R-T-O-K-N-O-W-S dot com forward slash R forward slash Quarto Classroom. So that actually leads very well into my next question. What do you, as you write these books about feelings that you have experienced, so what are you hoping that children who read these books are going to take away from them? Yeah, I I hope um, children will identify with the main character and the books will show them it's normal to experience emotions like fear or sadness or, you know, feeling different. You know, it can feel sometimes like you're the only person going through them when you're in, especially when you're in a school group of other people who all seem fine and you're kind of looking at them thinking oh they don't have this fear you know I want them to take away that it's that everybody does and um yeah and that growing up can be hard you know things don't always go to plan but you know with, with a little bit of help from others a good friend or somebody that's older than you you know sometimes it just takes one person to believe in you as a child and encourage you um to believe in yourself you know um I had a great teacher art teacher actually called Mr Oxley at school this was in secondary school. He was very encouraging. And I, I'm not sure I'd be doing this actually now <laughs> without him. <laughs> wow. It's nice that you can pinpoint like that. Like I can definitely pinpoint teachers along the way who, I mean, I don't think I would be doing half of the things I would be doing if I didn't have, even this just like these moments of connection with them. Exactly. I mean, teachers are so important and, you know, sometimes it can go wrong and you, 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 you don't get such a good one. And that, that can also you know, like, like I, had, I had a maths teacher that was very strict and it, you know, I went the other way. My brain just fogs over if anybody asked me, you know, what's, what's five times 11? <laughs> Actually, that's an easy one, but you know. Is it? <laughs> it's 55. <laughs> 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 but you know, anything else? And I, my, I, have a, I have a fog come over, a mist. Um, but you know, I think teachers are so important to children. And um, if you have encouraging teachers, then it's such a good start in, in life. All right. So let's move away from talking about math to talking about illustration, which you are very good at. Do you feel like your process has changed since you've gotten to know the ploofers? And do you feel like your process has changed? You mentioned that you do a couple of books a year. So do you feel like your your process has changed over the course of your career? Oh, definitely. Yes. Um, So I used to paint, first of all, my first books were acrylics. um, And then I used to paint watercolours or inks, actually. uh, One of my books was some some lovely inks. Um, And then now what I do is I actually I've moved over over to the computer and I still I still do paint. I still scan in um, textures, paint textures um, into Photoshop and I manipulate them and I use um, the Photoshop brushes as well. Um, so it's a mixture and actually I used to just draw a uh, line on paper and scan that in as, as you know the, the actual drawing but um, but I've just I started to actually I've got a whack on tablet and I started to draw on that so so sometimes you know I'm just doing um, another book at the moment that, that, that I am actually drawing on paper because it is it does look slightly different you know you do you can tell a little bit so um, so but for the ploofers the ploofers were the first uh, book 
books that I did um, totally uh, online, actually. So, um, so yeah, but I, I managed to get quite a, a nice line that, that is quite similar to a charcoal line, which I use um, now in my other books. So yeah. I was going to say, I, this one looks like it's been done in charcoal and pastel. I'm very impressed that you did it all <laughs> digitally because it yeah. has like that, that feel, that, uh, the texture to it. Yes, yes. I mean, that's that sort of a scanning texture of a, um, I, I think I did some printing with a sponge, you know, the actual ploofer texture. I think that was a, a bit of a, yeah, a, a texture with a sponge, a grey, a grey texture. So, yeah, that's that's how I did it. And, you know, you can build up in layers on Photoshop. So, so yes. That's amazing. Um, we've both alluded to this. We've had a little bit different. We've got a little bit of courage coming out. Can you talk about what you have on the docket? Yeah, of course. So I'm actually working at right now, um, as we speak, on a little bit of respect. Um, and this time our Plufa meets some brand new characters, actually. So, so that's quite exciting. Um, he meets one that's disrespectful and another that's really assertive. So um, the one is being disrespectful to him and, um, and he sees the other one being assertive to, towards him, actually. And so he finds his own inner assertiveness to express, you know, the way that he'd like to be treated with respect. <laughs> with so that's, respect. That's, I too much away there. It's like watching the whole trailer for a movie. <laughs> I know. They're quite annoying, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> it has been such a blast talking to you. This has been a wonderful conversation. But before I let you go, I would love to ask you one final question. And it's something that I ask everyone who stops by the podcast. What makes you love a book? What draws you in? What keeps you going and reading? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, the books I really love, um, especially now as an adult, um, they're the ones that are about the moral dilemmas of being a human, actually, um, like, like John Classen's books. I think um, This Is Not My Hat in particular is one of my favourite picture books. Uh, he's just such a master at using economic text and sequential imagery and the page turns to create such suspense and humour. Um, and his endings are tragic, but they're done in an ambiguous way so the child reader can make up their own mind about what happens so they're not too scary for, for young children, you know. But they, they speak volumes to adults, and I think that's the nice thing about a picture book is that it can work on two levels like that. Um, but, you know, the, the other books that I like, um, I love the Elephant and Piggy series by Mo Willems um, for similar reasons. You know, they just show the difficulties the difficulties of relationships but they're just so so funny and I, I loved reading those to my children um, I love all sorts of picture books actually ones that are funny jokes like um, Goodnight Gorilla by Peggy Rathman and others that allow you to get inside the head of a child that you're reading it to so there's a book called Would You Rather by John Birmingham who's a he's a UK illustrator so I don't know if you've seen him but um, but that's a great book because it's like he's, he's got one page that says, uh, let me just find it. I've got it. I've got it here, actually. Um, would you rather an elephant drank your bathwater, an eagle stole your dinner, a pig tried on your clothes or a hippo slept in your bed? <laughs> so, you know, you kind of you, you can just really get inside and see what a child would say to that, you know, um, quite fascinating. Um, but there are other, some other books that I thought I'd mention because um, they really allowed me to express my love through them when my children were very small and um, they were Hug by uh, Jez Albra and a book called Me by Emma Dodd because they just have lovely, um, lovely sort of parent and child moments in them. Um, I love Emma Dodd. Her books are very yes. sweet. 
They're lovely, aren't they? Yeah, this one in particular really, really kind of got me, got me and my daughter. It was we just a big, massive hug afterwards. It was lovely. Um, you know, I've got such lovely memories of reading to my children at bedtime, and I'm so lucky. I've got the excuse of keeping them all because um, I teach. <laughs> so, I, you know, I <laughs> in a way I can keep them forever, and you know, I wouldn't part with any of them. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and talking to me about the ploofers, the little blobby beanbag. I love them. (laughs) Thank you very much for having me. Lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much for listening to our chat with Claire Alexander. The ploofer series is rolling out quickly with a little bit different already available, a little bit of courage available online and in bookstores and libraries worldwide this summer, and a little bit of respect out this fall. We'd love to see you subscribe to Quarto Kids Cast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find all available episodes at anchor.fm slash Cast. And hey, if you're enjoying Quarto Kids Cast, we'd be grateful if you left a review so others can hear about it too. Special thanks to Scott Holmes for our theme music, Steve Roth for his promotional vocal stylings, Claire Alexander for stopping by to talk to us, and of course you, the listener, for tuning in. Until next time.